1: I'm always happy to be part of Voice America's lineup because Voice America's goal is to provide live programming on the Internet worldwide that helps you make informed decisions in your personal and professional life. Voice America believes that information's power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now, and so do I, and that's why I'm here. My program, Positive Living, brings you practical solutions and positive principles to help you live happy, empowered, and successful lives. This is a specially pre-recorded program for you, so you won't be calling in, but we will certainly give you the websites. My guest is T. Harv Ecker. He is the author of <clears throat> Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, Mastering the Inner Game of Wealth, Think Rich to Get Rich. Welcome, Harv.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, Thanks for coming on the program. Well, you have quite a story. I mean, you really walk your talk. You went from zero to millionaire in only two and a half years. You're president of Peak Potentials Training, one of the fastest-growing success training companies in North America. And you have something called Street Smarts with Heart. Now, one of the things that I've read in your book is that you say that wealth is really all about how you create your inner world first, that your outer world is a reflection of your inner world, that you have to have the right headset. What do you mean by all that?
2: Well, you know, on the back cover of the book, I say, give me five minutes with anyone and I can predict your financial future for the rest of your life. How? Uh By identifying your money blueprint. Patricia, each of us has a personal money blueprint already ingrained in our subconscious mind. And it is this blueprint more than anything and everything else that will determine your financial life. Meaning, you can know everything about business, everything about real estate, everything about stocks. You can be the absolute best at your job, a true expert. But Mm -hmm. if your subconscious money blueprint is not preset for a high level of success, you'll never amass a lot of money. And if by some chance you do, somehow you'll manage to lose it. Can I give you an example of how this works in real
1: life? Yeah, I was going to ask you, I mean, do do you mean you ask some, when you say blueprint, does that mean you ask somebody how much money they want to make? Is that the blueprint or not really?
2: No, not, well, that's, that is a part of it. Their desire is, is a part of, uh, of the blueprint, but it isn't okay. the blueprint. Um, if I, The example I was going to give you, if that works out, probably explain it pretty well. Mm-hmm. And that is that, take Donald Trump, for example. Here's this multi-billionaire who loses everything and more. Two years later, he's got it all back again and more. Why? His money blueprint is set for high. On the other side of the coin, you have lottery winners. They win 5, 10, 50, 100 million dollars. Five years later, half of them are right back to where they started, mm-hmm. why their money blueprint is set for low. So what the blueprint is, is the realization is that we were all taught, we were all conditioned, programmed on how to do money. Nobody comes out of the womb handling money. And Unfortunately, most of us were taught by people who didn't have a lot of it or had a lot of emotional issues around it. Mm -hmm. Those ways of thinking and acting, what we were taught basically, become our money blueprint. So your money blueprint, in summary, is your thoughts, feelings, and actions that cause your results around money. The thoughts, feelings, and actions are the blueprint.
1: Here's my question. When you say that, take Donald Trump, for example, who has a high money blueprint. When I think of someone like him, I think of a high risk taker. So, in order to have the high money blueprint or the one that produces results, do you have to be a risk taker, hog?
2: Well, if you want to uh, amass the kind of money that Donald Trump does and have that kind of up and down yo-yo possibility, then sure. But uh, to, you know, be rich in, in another sense of the word, meaning that if I'm certainly talking financially, but I'm not talking the necessarily the hundreds of billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do have to take risks, but they have to be manageable risks. They have to be, in my opinion, they, they need to be intelligent risk. You know, you have to... I, I attribute it more to being action biased, in other words, action-oriented. You know, you see an opportunity, you take the opportunity if it makes sense. Most people see an opportunity, what do they do? Nothing. <laughs> That's the difference between... I wouldn't call it a heavy-duty risk taker. And one of the things that I like to teach people is that you take manageable risk. In other words... Um, you know, I don't. This isn't for everybody at every stage of their life, but I say that if you're, you take your investment funds and you divide them up into three categories: 10% into high-risk propositions, where you're just taking a shot, and it can, mm-hmm. you know your chances are pretty good. You're going to lose it, but hey, it could be huge, It's the oil gusher. And then you take about. You know, uh, another thirty percent, and you take it into moderate risks, where you're trying to, you know, earn between and this, these days maybe between seven and fifteen percent on your money, and then you take the the rest of it, sixty percent or fifty to sixty percent, and you put it into no risk propositions. You know, your normal uh, CD terms and things like that. So
1: you balance. You try to balance.
2: Absolutely. I mean, anybody who see, in my opinion, again, they're all they are all part of the blueprint but uh, then the distinction is, is your blueprint serving you or not? Mm-hmm. A person who is a high-risk taker and who keeps on uh, attempting to make these uh, huge whacks of money at a time and, and never does anything conservative, their blueprint is set for high risk. Now, the question is, is it serving them? And The answer is probably is not.
3: Right,
1: and you say here rich people manage their money well and the rest of us mismanage our money well. And and one of the main things that I I see and I want to ask you about are people who are trying to fund a business that they're in and they keep taking all their savings and all of their CDs and all of their annuities and everything they have to put into the business, and isn't that kind of risky? Because then, then they end up with no net, no financial net at all.
2: Well, it is, but, but again, uh, one of the things in, in Secrets to the Millionaire Mind, we have 17 very specific ways that rich people think quite differently than poor and middle-class people, and you hit it right on the head, Patricia. One of the things, the most critical thing for a lot of is how you manage your money. And so the answer, again, is balance. I mean, it, most of it is, people saying that the book is really common sense, but it's, mo- it's more than that, it's street sense, because it was common sense, Everybody's been doing it, and they don't do it, so most people are very, very poor at managing their money, and the way we do it in the book is very, very simple and very easy, very fun. You have literally five or six jars that you split your money up. The biggest thing about managing your money, Patricia, is splitting your money up into different categories that you're already spending on and you want to spend on Mm -hmm. and you want to save with. And so it's just not having this big lump, everything's in one spot. In this case, we're talking about a business situation where you're trying to save money to start a business. Now, talk about you don't need a lot of money to start a business, Mm -hmm. by the way. And But so you have a uh, time where you're saving and amassing money for that specific purpose that is separated out from your living money, separated out from your play money, your vacation money, separated out from your financial freedom money.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: that money is specifically in that quote-unquote cookie jar. It's mm-hmm. specifically saved for that purpose. And when you have enough money in that jar and you're financing through that jar, that's when you open up your business if it's going to take money. Now, my opinion, and what I, we teach a program, obviously the Three-Day Millionaire Mind Intensive is our world-famous program, but from there, people can learn about business too. And one of the programs we teach is called Guerrilla Business School, and I teach people that I think it's a poor idea to throw a lot of money into a business at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like playing roulette. I mean, right. you can do it, but what for? You know, the idea is that... Uh, here's one of the things people have a misconception about money, Patricia, and one of them is that that um it takes money to make money. And that is absolutely incorrect. It does not take money to make money. It takes creativity to make money. Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh. And what
2: that means is that there are people who go out there and buy real estate uh right now, for example, and they you know, they pay cash for the real estate. There's other people who put a bunch of money down and they have financing. There's other people who are creative on how they purchase the real estate and they don't put any money down. They don't have any money to put down. Whether it's getting a partner, whether it's getting, getting the, the person who's selling you the real estate to get a second mortgage, whatever it is, they're creative methods. But in business it's the same thing. You need to become very creative about how you start a business, and I'd rather see people, because you've talked about risk a couple of times, I'd rather see people get involved in their business on a more of a part-time level, a more of a outsourced level, a more of a um, uh, something where they do it on the weekends, and and you know if you're going to try out a product, try it out in a flea market that costs you twelve dollars for the for the right. table, and get a box and see how it goes. You know right. what i Let me
1: ask you this: What would you say is the most common mistake that you that you see people make, or that you made, in terms of? Um, just mistake in terms of not not having the prosperity thinking if you will and then that translates into an action that doesn't work for you what would you say is common
2: well you know again there's in the book uh there's 17 very specific ones but i mean they're all they're all just as common i mean probably the easiest one that most people can relate to is that you know rich people admire and model other rich and successful people. And most other people, they resent the heck out of them. Yep. And this resentment becomes an unconscious block that holds them back from creating wealth. Because it's so simple, Patricia. If you think that rich people are bad in any way, shape, or form, and you want to be a good person. <laughs> you can never be rich. And, you know, in my book, I actually advise people to practice loving rich people, blessing rich people, mm-hmm. admiring rich people. That way you know that when you become rich, other people will love and bless and admire you instead of hate you, you know. And and, mm-hmm. and this is so prevalent. You know, I do seminars that have over 2,000 people for mm-hmm. a week and at a shot from all over the world. Mm-hmm. So I really get to know how people think around money. And these ideas about about you know resenting rich people and all that is so prevalent, and I have a philosophy that I think helps a lot of people really understand what money is all about. And I believe that you know you get rich for three reasons, and probably many more, but three obvious ones. Number one, you know, no question, it's a nicer way to live, lifestyle-wise, for yourself and your family. And number two, and here's one that I think people don't think about, and that is that. I believe if you have the wherewithal to get rich, it's actually your duty, your obligation to do so. Why? So you can help people who just don't have that wherewithal. There's a lot of people in this country, in this world, in this continent who just will really never have the wherewithal. They don't have that opportunity because they don't see it or they're they're physically disabled or they're mentally disabled or whatever. And, you know, it's, it's not the government who pays for the equipment in the hospital and gives the, the billions of extra dollars to, to help both the environment and, and, and people in need. It's people who help other people.
1: All right, and the third one, because we've got to go to break.
2: The third one is who you have to become in order to be successful enough in any situation and in any business in order to create wealth from it. it no All right, expertise, we're going to take a break. Character, I, absolutely.
1: My guest is T. Harvecker. He's the author of Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, Mastering the Inner Game of Wealth. And your website, Harv, is?
2: www.secretsofthemillionairemind.com.
1: Okay, uh, you're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin, This is a specially pre-recorded show for you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
4: For an autographed copy
0: of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. Go beyond success and discover a deeper meaning to life. Join host Jeffrey Gitterman and his guests, the premier thought leaders in business, politics, science, spirituality, and culture, who have reached the pinnacle of financial and professional attainment in their fields, only to discover a profound lack of fulfillment with what our culture defines as success. So why not you tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time to Jeffrey Gitterman and Beyond Success, Redefining the Meaning of Prosperity, right here on America's Voice, VoiceAmerica.com.
5: Are you feeling stuck in some part of your life? You might have some crust busting to do. Crust is anything that you think, feel, or believe that prevents you from living life full out. Step into the crust-free zone with me, Dr. Pat Facillis, and get ready to do some serious crust busting. Join us on Thursday mornings on voiceamerica.com at 8 a.m. Pacific Time for Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome
3: Life.
6: Bringing the world together. You're listening to America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com
0: Tune in every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time to Voice America for True Life in God with Betsy Serafin. On the show, Betsy will talk about the importance of having God in your life, as well as discuss how God is calling Christians to come together in the heart. So make it a point to tune in to True Life in God every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Do you have questions concerning your personal portfolio? And would you like to know where the market's going before it gets there? then you need to tune in to Elite Masters of Trading, hosted by the Trader's Coach, Robin Dane, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Robin has great ideas on how to invest, save, and make money. So become an elite trader in the market every Wednesday at 10 a.m. with the Trader's Coach, Robin Dane, and Elite Masters of Trading, right here on the Voice America Radio
6: Network. Continuing to be the authority in Internet talk radio, you're listening to VoiceAmerica.com.
1: Everyone, we are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. And as I always say about Voice America, which is voiceamerica.com, America's Voice, they believe in information's power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now. And I really believe that. My show has been on the air three years. I also have a show eight, eight years on the air locally where I live. And I really believe in the power of the airways, and particularly the Internet. Positive Living brings you practical solutions and positive principles to help you live happy, empowered, and successful lives. I have a fabulous guest on today. You won't be calling in because it's Memorial Day, but you can log on to SecretsOfTheMillionaireMind.com. My guest is author T. Harv Eker, author of Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, Mastering the Inner Game of Wealth. and He certainly has done that. T. Harv Eker went from zero to millionaire in only two and a half years. He is the president of Peak Potential Training, one of the fastest growing success training companies in North America. With his unique brand of Street Smarts with Heart, Echor's humorous cut-to-the-chase style will keep his audience spellbound, and he, is, he really has 2,000 people at his workshops, each workshop. Welcome back, Harv. Thank you. Okay, let's talk about uh, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. And, and what you talked about was that we have a blueprint that you can tell in 10 or 15 seconds if this person is going to be successful or how they're thinking. So how do you come up with your blueprint? Talk about that.
2: Well, you know, as I said earlier, we're taught on how to basically do money, and that is, becomes the blueprint. So the question is how are we taught, how are we programmed? Three primary ways, and Patricia, this doesn't just go for money. This goes for your happiness. This goes for your relationships. It goes for everything. Three primary ways that we learn. Number one, verbal programming. What did you hear about money, success, wealth, and rich people when you were young? Number two, modeling. What did you see about money, wealth, and rich people when you were young? And number three, specific incidents. What kind of uh, emotional situations and circumstances happened to you that may have create a conclusion for you about money, success, wealth, and rich people. So, for example, on the first one, a lot of people have heard sayings, myths, uh, things around money uh, You know, things that, that they grew up with. So, you know, rich people are greedy, uh, we can't afford it, there's never enough, uh, mm-hmm. money doesn't buy you happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, all these sayings, but of course, my father's favorite, you know, what am I, made of money? You know, that kind of thing. All these sayings that Money he doesn't heard.
1: grow on trees.
2: Money doesn't grow on trees. All these things are meant to to kind of be metaphorically the almost always negative around money mm-hmm. so it's no wonder that in our files of our mind we have a negative image around rich people and if rich people when I ask you in my seminars I go okay rich people are and you should hear the, their feedback um, criminals crooks greedy terrible bad yeah. people I, I've never heard one good thing you know <laughs> it's no wonder you're broke you know yeah. because again if you think that rich people are greedy then you, you don't want to be a greedy bad person you're never going to get rich right okay. and so those are, are, are things that we work on. The second thing is modeling. Um, how did your, This is really interesting. How did your parents, or whoever you grew up with, how did they handle money? And you know, there's a saying, "Monkey see, monkey do," and humans aren't far behind. So generally, we will tend to be exactly like one or both of our parents—a combination—in the way that we handle money unless we're exactly the opposite, if we rebel and go the opposite, depending on how angry we were with the situation or with them. And what most people don't recognize is that their way of being is very little their way. It's it's the way that was installed in them unconsciously when they were fairly young and in the past. And the third way is, is, so in other words, when someone says... um, uh, you know let 's say what they heard was uh, hey you can 't take it with you. I usually point to them in the seminar i go you 're a spender aren 't you because their philosophy has got to be hey let 's get rid of it now because you know there 's no use of there's, there may not even be a future and for example, there were so many people who um, whose parents went through the depression era or grandparents, mm-hmm. and what is, what kind of messages did they get about how do you do money well it 's either one way or the other it 's either like you have to save your money. Oh, my God, if you don't save it, put it under the mattress. Don't give it to the bank. Don't give it, you know, whatever it is. And Hold on to it's, it. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I'm sorry, what was that?
1: Hold on to it.
2: Hold on to it because you never know when it's going to be taken. And those little people, we call them, you know, they're savers, they're hoarders, and they don't even they would never give up a dime, and they, they postpone living life today because, oh, my God, it could go any time. On the opposite side with that same message, you've got, Hey, you might as well just blow it, you know, have a good time right now because it's gonna go anyways, right? You're gonna, we lost it all, just might as well, we should have just taken advantage of it while we had it. And so they go the opposite route, so, or they rebel against that way of being. And then the third way is in these specific incidents, and these are huge. Patricia, did you know that one single incident in your young life, only one, can create a weed that will just smother all the good flowers and beautiful flowers you have in the garden of your financial and every other part of Here's your life.
1: us an example of that, Harf.
2: Well, a perfect example is my own wife. You know, uh, when, when she was young, she would ask her mom for a quarter for some ice cream for the truck that was coming down the street. And her mom would say, Sorry, dear, I don't have any money. Go ask Dad. Dad's got all the money. She'd mm-hmm. run on over to Dad. She'd get her quarter. She'd go to her ice cream and say, Happy camper. Next week, the same thing would happen. Her mom would say, Sorry, I don't have any money. Money, go ask Dad. Dad's got all the money. He handles the money. She'd go over and she'd get, get her ice cream from, uh, from Dad's quarter and she'd be happy. Okay. What did my wife learn about money? First and there the make it. Exactly that men have all the money and women don't. And so then when we first got married, you know, what do you think she expected of me? (laughs) I'll tell you what, it wasn't quarters anymore. Somehow she graduated, you know, (laughs) and what she learned about women and money: that women, a good woman, doesn't have money. Right? That Mm -hmm. that is mom, the deity, the model of you know. This is you cook your eggs like your mom cooks your eggs, probably. You know what I'm saying? Is is uh, she doesn't have money? Therefore, the way to be is for a woman is not to have money. So whenever money comes for Way her subconscious would say, you know, I need to get rid of this, and so she was really good at it too. So, you know, she would if she you gave her a hundred dollars, she spent a hundred, and, and you gave her two hundred, she spent two hundred, five hundred, five hundred, a thousand. Then she took one of my programs. She learned all about leverage. You give her two thousand, she spent ten thousand. Mm-hmm. So literally, it was it's just a, a a situation where this is what she learned, a conclusion that she made. The brain doesn't go, the mind doesn't say, right. oh, this is just my parents. The brain goes, mind goes, this is the way it is, and we may create this conclusion, right. and we live into that story.
1: All right, so here's my question. How do people know? Now, you said you can tell in 15 or 20 seconds. How do I know, and how does anybody know listening what their financial thermostat is? What questions should they ask themselves?
2: It's really simple look at your results. If you want to know what your blueprint is set for, look at your results because you're bearing the fruits of your roots right now and you always will be. And so if you've got a lemon tree, guess what? It's gonna stay a lemon tree. Period over and out. Nothing much is gonna change. Mm-hmm. People are expecting the world, their ego mind will tell them, oh don't worry, everything's gonna change. No, it's just not. We are creatures of habit. It will only change when you recognize okay. the situation and, and decide All to right, go but in Wait a face minute, face.
1: you went from zero to millionaire in two and a half years, so you changed. Something changed in you. Absolutely. What changed?
2: My blueprint absolutely changed. And from uh, what to what? But, but don't forget, it, I, um, I went from zero to millionaire, but what happened after that? Guess what? I was you right back. I, two years later, I was right back to where I started. That's how I got into this. Because I'd always wanted to be rich. I'd always wanted to be a millionaire because in my family, money meant survival. So I felt yes. to survive, you have to have really a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And so I finally, you know, after years, 12 years of nothing but struggle, 14 businesses, 12 different jobs, Uh, five different cities uh, trying everything Uh, I finally made my million and and again two and a half two years later it was all gone right back to the exact number of my past my bank passbook that I started with and and it was very just the way serendipity the universe works I happen to be made my money in the fitness business so I knew all about this thing called a set point when it comes to your weight Mm -hmm. and I said oh my god because yeah, I, I looked back at my past book and I'd seen the same number over and over again, no matter how much I'd made, and so I said, "Look at this, the same way you have a set point when it comes to your weight, you have a set point when it comes to your money.
1: Okay, but, but now, but you've made it again, Harve, and you've kept it this time. What do you Because I work specifically
2: on changing my inner game around my belief systems about who I am, what I'm all about, why I do what I do, how I believe about money. I used to think rich people were really. Bad people. I I did. I mean, I grew up with that idea, and you know, the first rich people I began to meet, they were beautiful people. They Mm -hmm. they worked, and I so I started realizing, you know, a lot of the stuff I think about isn't true at all. It's just the way my parents thought, Mm -hmm. and so I started re-examining the way I think about literally everything, specifically money and success Mm -hmm. and wealth and rich people and those type of things, and re-literally taking the same. Uh, specific methodologies that we use in the seminars, which is what I was using in, in personal development prior to become a better father, and taking those towards the money arena, re-examining my beliefs, my ways of thinking. And there are ways and specific strategies of actually, uh, with high impact and high frequency, literally altering the way you think. And that doesn't take that long. You can alter your, beliefs, your belief in, in ten seconds, five seconds, and, and uh, can I give you an example?
1: Can you really, after all those years of that? Well, you program- tell
2: me. You tell me. Okay. You trust somebody. They're a friend of yours, even. Okay. They, uh, been, you believe they're trustworthy. Then you find out uh, one day that they've been ripping you off this entire time. And you, what do you say? Do you trust them? You, and in five seconds, not even five seconds, a phone call, you put the phone down after you find this out, and, and they go, oh, my God, I don't believe they're trustworthy. I believe they're untrustworthy. Why? Because you have evidence, new evidence, that supports your new belief. With with evidence to the contrary, you will immediately change that belief. And what we show people in the book and in the seminars is that we give them evidence, very compelling evidence that says, what you've been thinking—that's not supportive towards money—you're going to find very quickly that doesn't make sense at all. And you go, "Oh my god, that was a ridiculous way to think. Mm-hmm. Who would believe this?" You know, in, the, in my seminars, people come in with one blueprint, they leave with another one. We give them an actually elicitation. We figure they figure out their own blueprint in, in about 20 minutes at the beginning of the seminar. Three days later, we give them the same elicitation, and then we ask them to compare their blueprints that they just figured, you know, from three days ago. You never heard people laugh this loud in your life. They cannot believe they wrote down what they wrote down the first day they look at it and they go this is ridiculous this should be on my wall as part of comedy artwork i cannot believe i that was in my head that i believed this stuff
1: all right we're going to take a break fascinating my guest is t harv Eker. his book is secrets of the millionaire mind mastering the inner game of wealth think rich to get rich and using the principles that he teaches t harv Eker went from zero to millionaire in only two and a half years he is president of Peak Potentials Training, one of the fastest growing success training companies in America. And his, his teachings have touched the lives of more than a quarter of a million people, and his seminars often exceed 2,000 people. And you can log on to secretsofthemillionairemind.com. You're listening to, to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. We're here on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and we broadcast on Saturdays at 3 p.m. and that's at 3 p.m. Eastern and noon Pacific. You're listening to Positive Living on AmericaVoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com.
5: you have a better life on your terms you can have a better life because you can become better stop waiting for everything around you to change tune in every Wednesday at 1 o'clock Pacific Standard Time on Voice America for life on your terms with David Martin David Martin an internationally recognized speaker will teach you what successful people are doing so join us Wednesday at 1 o'clock Pacific Standard Time for life on your terms with David Martin right here on America's Voice VoiceAmerica.com Are you feeling stuck in some part of your life? You might have some crust busting to do. Crust is anything that you think, feel, or believe that prevents you from living life full out. Step into the crust free zone with me, Dr. Pat Vassili, and get ready to do some serious crust busting. Join us on Thursday mornings on voiceamerica.com at 8 a.m. Pacific time for Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life.
6: Informative, educational, insightful. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com.
4: The first thing someone notices about us is our smile. It makes a statement about our personal hygiene and health. It gives us confidence and allows us to laugh and converse freely. Each week, Dr. Bill Dorfman, affectionately known as America's Dentist or just Dr. Bill, along with his co-host Mike Harrington, We'll interview a celebrity or one of ABC's Extreme Makeover patients to discuss the impact their beautiful new smiles have had on their lives. Next, Dr. Bill will discuss the treatment rendered and outline its risks and benefits. The final part of the program will be devoted to questions from you, our listeners. Everyone would like a million-dollar smile. Here's your chance to learn about the impact a new smile has had on these patients and how you can improve your smile from America's leading smile expert on million-dollar smiles every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on America's Voice, VoiceAmerica.com.
7: If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you're listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Valerie Kirkgaard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Invoke thought, feeling, and inspiration into your life right here on voiceamerica.com.
6: Business, sports, religion, legal, pets, entertainment. You're listening to voiceamerica.com.
1: And I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. And this program, Positive Living, brings you practical solutions and positive principles to help you live happy, empowered, and successful lives. You can log on to my website, raskinresources.com, and you can listen to the archive shows on my site, and you can get a copy of my book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living. My guest is T. Harv Ecker. We are talking about... Becoming Rich, but Becoming Rich Internally Before You Can Become Rich Externally. His book is Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, Mastering the Inner Game of Wealth, Think Rich to Get Rich. And T. Harv Eker certainly walks his talk. He went from zero to millionaire in only two and a half years. He's president of Peak Potentials Training, one of the fastest growing success training companies in North America. This is a specially pre-recorded program for you, but you can log on to his website at secretsofthemillionairemind.com. Welcome back, Harv. Thank you. Okay, how do rich people think differently from people who are not rich or poor in their thinking?
2: That's a great question. Again, in the second half of the book is. First half of the book is all about your money blueprint. Second half is is uh, 17 ways specifically that rich people think differently and strategies and actions and practices with each. Because if you don't actually practice these ways, you're never going to ingrain them. You're just going to read them and that doesn't do a heck of a lot for you except for entertain you. Mm -hmm. So that one of the ways that I think I'd like to talk about for most people is that rich people play the money game to win while most everybody else plays the money game not to lose. Most people actually play the money game on defense versus offense. Their primary goal is survival and security. Their big intention is to have enough to pay the bills. You know, on time would be a miracle for them. And you know what? Due to the power of intention, that's exactly what they're going to get and not a dime more. So if your intention is to have enough to pay the bills, um, if, if you're, if you want to, you know, I, I just want to get by, you know, hey, I just want to earn a living. Again, my friends, that's exactly what you're going to get. You will never get that. It's not a rich person's way of of mm-hmm. thinking. And they go, well, I don't have any money, so this is good for me. You know, no, it's it's what you're going to get. Your your objectives okay. and intentions and intentions are what transpire in your life. People who get rich usually think they want to be really rich. Okay, it doesn't just mm-hmm. fall on your head, right? Now, middle class people. Their big objective is, is their favorite word in the whole wide world. They just want to be comfortable. And let me say this right now. There's a big difference between comfortable and rich. And mm-hmm. if your intention is to be comfortable, you will never, ever, ever get rich. It's, they are planets apart, these mm-hmm. two. So
1: well, let, me you, ask, let me ask a quick question about that. People who, what do you say to people who have, who want to make money, but they have guilt around money? So it's like, oh, should I spend this? Oh, I just spent five hundred on that. Oh, I, I feel guilty. Oh, I put. What do you do about that? Does that does that hurt you when you have that kind of guilt around spending?
2: Well, you'll have if you have guilt, you have guilt. You know, whether it's spending or saving or whatever, um, you, abs, uh, you know, it it, it it does hurt you. Of course, that is again one of the things in the seminars that we clear for people. We clear all those negative emotions that that are are weeds in your garden of success and. And, you know, what happens when we have guilt, Patricia, is that the end result is that guilt is punishable, isn't it? it mean guilt means you did something bad. Mm-hmm. So when, what we do is when we do something bad, when our parents aren't around anymore to punish us, we punish us. And so we will sabotage our success because, you know, we we don't deserve it.
4: People mm-hmm. who feel
2: guilty are almost always the same people who feel they don't deserve success and they make sure they sabotage their success.
1: Is that common
2: It's extremely common. When we do our seminars, we have people, again, they identify what they learned when they were young around money, success, the incident. You have no idea. The simplest thing like Well, when I was seven, I I took, you know, a dollar out of my mom's purse. Mm -hmm. And and she didn't know, and I've been I've felt guilty about that ever since. Or I took money from my dad's wallet, and he caught me, and he screamed at me, and he said I was untrustworthy, Mm -hmm. and I shouldn't ever touch money again, and all that stuff. And they don't. They never go near money. How
1: do you turn that around? That's That's a tough belief. You know, when you believe that maybe you don't deserve it, or you sabotage, how do you, I mean, you turned yours around, How do you get people to change that thinking? Do they just give themselves different self talks
2: Well, that's part of it. But, you know, again, in the book, for example, uh, I'm not sure what number it is, it's it's um, where we talk about, about the rich people are good receivers and and poor people are poor receivers and and so in both the book and the seminar I talk about receiving and people really start to get again the evidence and the light is that whether you are worthy or not and for whatever reason you made that up okay that is not something that was bestowed on you and you're not and people wait for this worthiness to be anointed onto them or something you know if I do good enough here and here and here finally I'll be worthy guess what. That's just not true at all. Because your mind made up that you're not worthy, your mind's going to make up that you're not worthy again for whatever reason. As soon as you do one thing wrong, uh, oh, you were late today, uh, oh my God, I'm not worthy again. Okay. It's, you know, because I'm just, what I say to people, and what our, what, our, what our program does for people is have them understand is they're making up the whole thing. You're making it all up. Whether you're worthy or not worthy is all a made up story that you're making up. Whether whatever evidence you you've taken to be true for you, okay, your father said that you were a jerk. You're never going to amount to anything. Well, okay, so maybe your father's a jerk. Okay, maybe your father didn't amount to much. Maybe your father was just trying to give you mm-hmm. tough love. Whatever. Some people make that up and go, well, you know, he's right. I'm I'm a jerk. I'll never amount to anything. I'm right. not worthy. And other people go, hey, what you know? What, okay. What's your problem? Okay, right. you gotta. I'll show you. Okay. Okay. So, so here's my question. You. And you're going to live into your story. That's what Now, I'm, that's now you
1: changed your story because you went from. Ford, a millionaire, and then lost it again, and now you're back up there again. So how is your story different? What are you telling yourself, Harv, that's very different? What's the self-talk from what think, you said before? I think that's a
2: good question. Again, all the 17 ways are, are, are in my brain, basically. You know, um, I play the money game to win. Um, I, I act in spite of fear. I admire rich people. I let my money work hard, and, and, and all those things are 17 very specific ways that are, are talked about. Are in my my mind. That's the way I think. Should we and, say
1: those? Should we? T- or oh, maybe after the break, we'll tell the audience what those 17
2: are. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can certainly go through part of them, but you know, my self-talk is like I'm one of the other programs you called the Enlightened Warrior Training, and I am an Enlightened Warrior. What that means is that I will never give up. This book, as you know, went to number one on the New York Times, USA, and Wall Street Journal list in its very first week out. Mm. That's a publishing phenomenon. I understand. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a celebrity. Okay, and so here, here's how does a book sell fifty two thousand copies in one week to go to number one. That's unheard of. And the reason is is because as I said, I have a way of thinking and being now that will not be denied. My intention was number one, my plan was number one, my strategy was number one. Okay. And when the publisher said, Hey, you know, you don't have to be fixated on this number one. If we even make the list it would be it would be mind blowing. I said, Well maybe that's good for you. That's not good for me. I don't think that way anymore. That's why I you know when you said and just to give people an understanding, you know, I did make it back and I, I am now a multi-multi, and you can say multi for a few minutes right now, millionaire, and I teach other people how to do the same thing in the, in the way that they think and that thinking leads to action and, and we're very action-based. It's what actions are you taking in the world. And the other thing I think is every time I go down to, to teach a group of people, and again, they're always in the thousands, is if I can touch just a few lives today or tonight, and we of course touch point than that and, and really make a shift it'll be worthwhile whereas before I was thinking about how much money can I make how much money can I make and it wasn't working too well so okay. you've got to be on mission you've got to be on purpose and you've got to you know use your core strength and really believe in what you're doing
1: what do you think about tithing when we have about a minute to break we well that's about part
2: tithing. of the jar system that's part of the money management system mm-hmm. and so absolutely it's about you You want to be able to, it's the law of karma you you have to give in order to get but you don't do it for that if you give to get you'll It'll never, it'll never work for you. You only do it just to help people out of the goodness of your heart. You, you, you say there's people less fortunate than myself, and it doesn't have to be to only churches. I'll give you an example um, in the next uh, three days. Uh, my mom she's you know they've done okay, but not great. they're getting older, ill health and stuff. She needs a new car. I'm going there to give her get her a beautiful new car, not a crummy car, a really great car. she doesn 't have that long left. I want her to have something great. Now, that not, that's not charity as a charity, but that's charity to me. Mm-hmm. You want to help the people just to help people. That's all.
1: All right. We're going to take a break. Fabulous. My guest is T. Harv Eker, author of the best-selling book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, Mastering the Inner Game of Wealth. He went from zero to millionaire, lost it, and now he's back, and he has helped Thousands and thousands of people. Tiha Becker is president of Peak Potential Training, one of the fastest-growing success training companies in North America. I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living. Log on to raskinresources.com, which is my website. You can listen to this show and all my others that are archived on the site and get a copy of my book, Pathfinding. Folks, we'll be right back. This is a specially pre-recorded show, but you can log on to the website, which is secretsofthemillionairemind.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
4: For an autographed
0: copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to raskinresources.com. Information
6: you need, when you need it, voiceamerica.com.
0: Hello, this is Rory Goray, President of Greyhound Pets of America and host of Greyhounds Made Great Pets on Voice America. Join me every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern for an insightful and enjoyable talk about one of man's best friends, the greyhound. Learn about the history of the greyhound, discuss proper obedience and training techniques, and find out more about the greyhound racing industry and what they are doing to help the adoption efforts of the former race dog. If you own a greyhound or just love dogs like I do, join me for Greyhounds Make Great Pets every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific right here on America's Voice. We'll broadcast live from our Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you really whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, VoiceAmerica.com. Go beyond success and discover a deeper meaning to life. Join host Jeffrey Gitterman and his guests, the premier thought leaders in business, politics, science, spirituality, and culture who have reached the pinnacle of financial and professional entertainment in their fields, only to discover a profound lack of fulfillment with what our culture defines as success. So won't you tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time to Jeffrey Gitterman and Beyond Success, redefining the meaning of prosperity, right here on America's Voice, VoiceAmerica.com.
7: Have you put down the morning paper in disgust because they weren't reporting what you wanted to read? Have you wondered why there aren't more women's voices in the news? Well, so have I, and we're about to change that. This is former Minnesota State Senator Ember Rice-Scott Young. I hope you'll join me for a new radio show every Thursday all about Women on the Move. We'll look at what's missing in the news, the issues often ignored in mainstream media. Like, how does Social Security reform really affect women? Why is the Department of Labor proposing to stop collecting workforce data on women? What role will women play in Iraq's new government? We'll create that debate right here. The Ember Rice-Scott Young Show will have prominent women you know and inspiring women you don't know. We'll share stories of women's leadership, courage, and vision. We just need you to be part of the conversation, so join us for the Ember Rice-Scott Young Show every Thursday at 1 p.m. Central Time. It's all about you, women on the move, on voiceamerica.com.
6: Continuing to be the authority in Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com.
3: Hi,
1: we're back. I'm Patricia Raskin with Positive Living. And as I always say, I really believe in Voice America because I believe that the Internet is the future and the future is now. Positive Living brings you practical solutions and positive principles to help you live happy, empowered, and successful lives. I've been doing this work for many, many years, and three years on the air on Voice America and eight years on the air on my local radio show. And we're talking today about happy and successful lives financially, but first understanding that internally, so mastering the inner game inside of wealth before you can be wealthy externally. My guest is T. Harv Eker. He's author of the best-selling book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Mastering the Inner Game of Wealth. Kihar Becker went from zero to millionaire in only two and a half years. He's president of Peak Potential's Training, one of the fastest-growing success training companies in North America, and teaches workshops all over the country. You can log on to Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, .com. Welcome back, Carve.
2: Thank you.
1: Yeah, and people um, cannot call in today because we're on Memorial Day, and so we're not recording live, but they can log on to Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Now, you have in your book, um, you have tickets to go to a seminar that are free tickets, and usually your seminar um, is quite expensive. Talk about that and why you do that and what that's all about.
2: Okay, as I said, the book actually has two parts, but it really has three parts. The first part is is all about how the money blueprint works and explains it and how you can identify your blueprint and so on. The second part is the 17 ways rich people actually think very differently than most other people, so you can model those and install those with the practices and strategies we have. But the third thing is that... You know, one of my favorite sayings is talk is cheap and so we run a three day intensive program where we actually change people's blueprints right on the spot right on the premises right on site right there it's, it's not we don't teach you how to change your blueprint we actually change it you walk in with one blueprint you walk out with another blueprint and you know set for natural and automatic success again if you work with the roots if you change the roots then the fruits will automatically change naturally you don't have to think about it do it it'll be a normal situation just start to think in a certain way that will Allow you to take certain action and create certain results, very different results. And so I felt it was just my duty to be able to have as many people who were interested and in possible to come to the three-day intensive. This is not a preview type of thing. We already do the previews. They're free anyways in the evenings. But this three-day intensive is the meat and potatoes. It is the real thing. And uh, we've changed literally a quarter million lives with it. And so I felt the third part is a single page on page 196 in the first printing of this book uh, for the next short period of time. The, it gives you two tickets to the three-day Millionaire Mind Intensive anywhere that we hold it in North America absolutely mm. complimentary. Right. That means those, each of them are worth $1,295. That's $2,590 worth of tickets. And mm. they're complimentary with the book right now. Um, and that's one of the reasons that we went to number one in the New York Times list, because every student that we have said, oh, my God, you've got tickets. I'm buying 10, 20, 50 books so I can give to all my friends and relatives. All right, now,
1: now here's a question, Herb. Was that part of your strategy for selling a lot of books?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And it's part of my strategy for selling the next set of books, too. Absolutely. But it's part of that. Again, you've always got to be thinking win-win because there's no reason to market and have strong promotions as something that's crappy. Okay, If it doesn't Mm -hmm. work, you you don't want people to know about you. But if you've got like the answer to most people's prayers, and you can really help them, and you're blessed. I mean, I'm a blessed person. I'm a, I don't know why I was chosen, but I was. And so I, now I have to own up to that. And if you know you can help people in a very specific way, and that over and over and over people are telling you their stories of what's happened to them, and then it's your duty to get out to as many people as possible. And, you know, so even though it's strategy of selling books, it doesn't help us. Uh, As far as, you know, putting people in the rooms um, and, and, you know, the financial side of that, it costs over $150,000 for us to put on a course. We have 45 staff alone. I have 144 full-time staff working in the office by itself, Mm -hmm. and so we have huge overheads and whatnot, but, you know, people come, they have no money, some money, uh, lots of money. It's about reaching your full financial potential. It's about getting rid of some of those weeds and obstacles, and you know what? Patricia, as you know, we're holistic beings, so the infra- so the methodologies don't only work to help your financial life, but they help your inner peace and happiness as well, because if you get rid of a weed, you get rid of a weed. It stops you financially, it stops you emotionally, it stops you in relationships, it stops you lots of ways, and uh, so it's our honor to be able to do this for people right now, and they can, once they get the book, they can go to page 196, they can uh, register for their tickets, and they can go to any any city that we have, and we have in 12 different cities across North America.
1: Uh-huh. All right, we have a couple minutes left. If people get one thing out of this program today on Secrets of the Millionaire Mind and Mastering the Inner Game of Wealth, what do you want them to get, Harv?
2: That money's a good thing.
3: <laughs>
2: money's a really good thing and in 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 all ways. And in you know the saying that says money corrupts people—that is ridiculous. Okay, you know I had a person sign up recently say that. I said, you know what? You've got the right words, but the wrong order. It's people who corrupt money. You know, money will only make you more of what you already are. Money is nothing more than paper and change at this point. It's a representation of value. It's a convenient way of trading so that I don't have to drag my cows around for your shoes, okay, and then make that trade. Um, You know, and, and that's all it is, and everything else is what you put on it. So if you have any guilt, if you have any negative, if you have any, any issues around money, they're your issues. They've probably given to you, but they're yours. And you've got to recognize that money will only make you more of what you already are. If you're a rich, uh, if you, a lot of people... In my book I talk about that rich people think both, and most everybody else thinks either or. As in, you know, either I'm a spiritual person or I'm rich, or I'm kind and generous or I'm rich, or I can have money or I can have love. And these are all scarcity-based thinking. The answer to all of them is both. And, and if I could be a model for anything, it would, would be that you can be a generous and kind and spiritually-based person and be really, really rich. You know the saying, you can't have your cake and eat it too? I think that has to go to the all-time hall of shame as the most
3: yeah.
2: stupidest thing I've ever heard. Why? Because it's ridiculous. What are you supposed to do with this cake if you're not going to eat it? In my book, I say this. I say, one of the wealth principles says this. Rich people believe you can have your cake and eat it, too. Middle-class people, they don't believe, they, they, they believe that, that cake is too rich, so I should only have a little piece. Yeah. And poor people, they don't believe they deserve cake, so they order a donut Focus on the whole and wonder why they have nothing.
1: Yeah. All right. So what you're saying is money is a good thing and learn how to use it. That's what you're saying.
2: Absolutely. It can be All used right. for it's a very powerful thing if you just use properly. I you say, Harv, what about the environment? I say, you really want to help the environment? Then don't lie in front of a tractor for 10 minutes to get right. some headlines. Make Why some don't... money
1: and then put it back into the environment.
2: Exactly. Why don't you get rich, yeah. get a few other rich people, buy a few million acres right. and save it.
1: Right. All right. Stay on the line if you can. Say it for a minute. Thank you so much for being on this program. Thank you, Harv.
2: Thank you so much. Really
1: appreciate it. And we will give out the website again, which is secretsofthemillionairemind.com. You can go to this wonderful free seminar, which is worth $1,300. Get the book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. It's in all of the bookstores. All right, next week we're going to interview Joan Hangarter. She's the founder of Dr. Joan's Miracle Makers Club and host of the radio program right here on voiceamerica.com, Make Your Miracle Today. She created a marriage miracle in her life when she lost everything and regained more than she ever dreamed possible. And her website is miraclemakers.com. And just remember, folks, you can listen every Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, to Positive Living. The rebroadcast is Saturdays, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, Log on to RaskinResources.com. Get a copy of my book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, and you can listen to the archive shows on my site. Again, um, today's show was all about SecretsOfTheMillionaireMind.com. Log on to the website. Until next time, when we have a live show for you, I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living. Have a great day.